Forward Podcast, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm addicted to the 70s. Can't help it. <laughs> With that motor running, traveling all over the country, Louisville City is definitely doing that. Birmingham, up by Washington D.C., out to San Diego this week, and then Charleston, South Carolina. After that, a couple stops here for the U.S. Open, but things are going well, baby. Yeah. Rocking all over, getting those points too. Pretty awesome. Louisville City off to a tremendous start. Yeah, should be in a good mood. This is a good mood, too. I like being in a good mood. Don't you like being in a good mood? I do. I love those choruses that repeat the same line four times, too. <laughs> yeah, guitar. Speaking of the highways, four teams from around the world coming out here for the Women's Cup again in Louisville. Couple of big names, man. Pretty exciting. A lot of great stuff going on. Good times. Good times to be a soccer fan here in Louisville, that's for sure. Hopefully, you are enjoying uh, all of this good stuff that's happening here. Can't stop, baby. All right. Gonna say goodbye to the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, man. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Racing Louisville and Louisville City FC, as well as the men's and women's national teams. Not a lot on them this week, but plenty about Louisville City, that's for sure. A great Open Cup win and a great win on the road. A dominant performance. Another dominant performance. Against a team that was doing pretty well. And then big news, of course, with the Women's Cup here in Louisville. Some big names. Uh, the rumor is Tottenham Hotspur and Real Madrid women's teams coming out here, along with the two teams that were already announced. So it should be very exciting. These are exciting times. Hopefully you are doing well. We are on Spotify, Podbean, and iTunes. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. Speaking of sharing... It's time for a little five tings. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's national teams coverage? It's the only place in the universe you're going to get this, so you should be a special. (laughs) Five things. Number five. What a match. If you didn't watch the Manchester City-Liverpool match, man, you missed something special. We never talk about EPL very, very rarely, but an absolutely unbelievable performance by both teams. It was it's special. It really was just special. If you haven't watched it, go back. The artistry, and there's there's no chippiness, there's no aggro, there's none of that stuff that goes on that we think sports needs now. Just absolute artistry and a wonderful performance. Congratulations to both teams. Number four, take your pick. Man, I just every time I think about our new acquisitions here with Louisville City, it's unbelievable. We've never had a year like this. And I, I, I'm afraid to talk about it because, you know, it's only, it only takes one injury, right? And all of a sudden the dominoes start to fall. But name them. Go down the list from Morton to Perez. And gosh, it's just everybody. Dia, Mushikalusa. There's just a ton of great performances from some great acquisitions. So congratulations to the club for bringing them in. Number three, our cup runneth over. The Women's Cup here in Louisville is going to be fire, man. Real Madrid, are you kidding me? I think they'll be able to handle the atmosphere after playing in front of over 90,000 people. <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit about that. And Tottenham, and of course, the team of Japan, all over. Just wonderful stuff. Uh, it's going to be a great week here in Louisville. And congratulations to them. How about number two? Speaking of cups, right? Louisville City continues their romp into what we hope is a very deep run into the U.S. Open because, man, this team can definitely do it. Hopefully they can manage the roster. (laughs) That's really what it comes down to. But, man, tough match, though, right? Told you, man. Those League One teams aren't a joke. We're going to talk about that with Joey. And lastly, rocking around the country. Golly, I'll tell you what. (laughs) They're putting some miles in. They're getting their frequent flyer miles in. 
We've talked about it, right? You know, Washington, D.C., Charleston, San Diego, Birmingham. I mean, where are they going next, you know? Unbelievable stuff. But points, points, points. Good for them. It's just been so much fun to watch this team. And they're getting better, right? I mean, you know, still got things to work out. Woo! Like I said, like a lot of us have been saying, it could be a bulldozer this year, so with all this excitement, what you need to do is you, you sit back for a second, you know? Take a break. And then you get super hype for the possibilities. It's hard to manage expectations after these first few matches. And like I said, anything can happen, but boy, oh boy. Louisville City off to a great run. That's five tings for you. Here it is. Oh, oh, yeah. Little five tings there. Let's get on with Joey Cecil. Okay, everybody, let's welcome back for another week, Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you? Dealing with the, the Louisville sinuses and everything else going on, but otherwise, I can't complain that much. How about yourself, Joe? I'm doing okay, man. Finally, uh, today's technically my last day of quarantining. So, bonus. <laughs> yeah, big bonus. Bonus. A way to celebrate by doing a virtual call. Yeah, really. Right, right. Yeah. And, and this is uh, me being in the Ohio Valley, man. The sinus thing and the allergy thing, it's just the worst. It is. I'm, I'm not going to talk any more about it because I don't want to anger it. <laughs> just in case. Just, just in case. Try to appease it. Well, yes. I'll tell you, we don't need to be appeased with uh, Louisville City's performance over the last week. That's for no, sure. No, uh, good two games, you know, and started with the Open Cup, and there was a quote from the review of that game by Danny Cruz I know you're going to love. Okay. He said, I've made it clear. This is an important tournament. Yeah, man. It's a tournament that I want to get after. Yep. yep. So, you know, we opened we opened our Open Cup play against Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we had a couple different starters out there. You know, we had uh, – I'm going to ch- butcher this guy's name, but we had <laughs> Linhos get his first start. Right, 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 right. Uh, Solaire got a start, as did Serrano. Mm-hmm. And Chattanooga gave us the game we expected. Yeah, man. Absolutely. You know? said that said that from the beginning is that – and, and we saw the results uh, uh, through the, that round. These League One teams aren't a joke. And they, no. These are good, solid Eight. sides. Eight USL teams upset. Yeah, man, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, and you know, for the majority of the game, we, we could have been another one of those. I think we had it more in hand right, right. Uh, than it looked. You know, Ownby had a couple of chances early that just were cleared off the line. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... I turned on the game before rewatching it, and we scored within two minutes of me turning it on. So you all are welcome. <laughs> it's the it's very strategic of me. <laughs> it's um, the Joe Mojo. <laughs> you know, our press. You know that high press of ours led to Bone turning them over in their own box, and Harris pounced and finished. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then we had our heart attack in the 84th minute when Morton had to make that emergency save off yeah, a miss hit in the box. That was pretty crazy. No doubt oh, about it. To, you know, one nothing win. Nile made his season debut, and right. You know, as you said, our bench was our advantage, mm-hmm. and therein laid the salvation to winning that game. Right. You know, we had more bullets in the clip. Yeah, man, and that's a, that was something I said, you know, as we go on with these, you know, as you go th- play the lower division teams, regardless of what division you're in, like MLS teams could say that about teams in our league. We could say this about League One. When we're subbing guys in in one of those contests, we're subbing guys in who are not as good as our starters, whereas if we're uh, like if we're playing an MLS side, we're probably starting our best players, and sure. we're subbing in people who are not as good or not good enough to start in championship. Whereas MLS is probably subbing guys in who start for them. Oh, so yeah. you want to get if if you got to score early in these matches, yeah. I think, and, and um, in the, in these Open Cup matches when you're playing teams in other divisions, and. Um, you know, the, the, I honestly thought. Well, well, let, me, let me ask you, what did you think of Soler? I, you know, it was the first time we got a real hard look at him. I think. Mm. You know, I think he's got his he's got his positives, but he's also got that. You know, he hasn't really fit in next to us yet. Right. He hasn't he hasn't fit in that well overall yet. Mm-hmm. But we're two game we're two three games in with him. Right. Right. Um, and that's going to be the hardest place to try to fit in mm-hmm. is the back line, especially at center back. Right, because right. you know, though, you know, that's arguably the most important relationship on the team is Absolutely. those two center backs. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be the toughest to try to break in at. Mm-hmm. So we're going to need someone like him as we start building up these fixtures. Right, you know, between him, Sharpie, 
uh, you know, Winder and Tosh. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, you're going to need that rotation. Right. Um, it's not a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to have to happen. Right. So it was, I think it was good that he got that amount of time he got in this game mm-hmm. to start to build that foundation for future games. Right. And, and I thought that, you know, that uh, Chattanooga really exploited our right side early. Yeah. Uh, defensively. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was, we also had a new starter at right back or yep. that, that area. Yep. So I think that they were fairly, I thought they were well coached. I thought that, you know, um, they, a couple of those set pieces were, were, were quite well designed, especially yes. in that first half, that three pass deal. That was, that was pretty, pretty poetic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good, Ch- man. Chattanooga, Chattanooga is nothing to mess with. We got one of the toughest draws yep. entering the tournament right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Can you tell the? I mean, when Danny Perez gets out there, <laughs> the oh yeah, half, <laughs> it's just a whole different. He well, we're going to talk a little bit more about him, but you know, I was I was happy with it. It's, you know, it, this, this these first couple of rounds, it's all about just advancing, just advance. Mm-hmm. You know, stay healthy in advance. You don't have to blow out these teams because they're going to come at you hard. Especially these League One teams want to prove something. Sure. I, you know, so you know the fact that we didn't win three or four by three or four goals didn't bug me at Don't all. Don't care, right? Don't we, care. we were clearly the better team as time went on, and we yeah. did what we had to do. Plus, we got some players some rest. We also got some players some experience. So I was mm-hmm. generally yeah. happy with the you whole know, deal altogether. In a knockout tournament, win and move on. Yeah. Don't care. That Don't matter. need a description. Don't need a description. Win and move on. Exactly. One nothing counts the same as four nothing. Exactly. Exactly. And unlike several of the teams in our league, we're moving on. <laughs> Correct. Speaking of one of those teams that's not, is yep. Indy. Yes, sir. Lose 2 nothing at home mm-hmm. to St. Louis SC2 yeah, in man. one of their first games. Right. It's crazy. So, and speaking of that, that's who we get next. We yeah, get the man. return of John Hackworth. That is just magical. That is, I mean, you couldn't ask for, this is the best thing that could have happened to us, I think. I really do. Yeah. As far as uh, the draw is concerned and everything like the, that, it's pretty awesome. Speaking of the draw, real quick, nice of the U.S. Open Cup to use our old logo. Yeah, that wasn't cool. Come on. We have two stars, thank <sighs> really? you. Really? Not just that, it was the old logo. <laughs> it was logo. the old, right, 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 right. Like, I'm sorry, we're, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this as lightly and nicely as possible. Mm-hmm. We are not like, you know, the Rio Grande Valley Toros. Right, right. We are one of the best teams in North America. Right. Absolutely. Use use the correct logo regardless of stature. Right. But we're not an afterthought. And the poor dude that was making the announcements, I forget who his name was, but oh. he looked like he was going to crap his pants. <laughs> oh, I would. Well, I, I think he understood the Twitter rage. That was oh. not. I think he understood the Twitter rage oh that was going to be coming his gosh, way. Gosh, he was just so uncomfortable in front mm-hmm. of a microphone. And it's you're right. No. It, it, the whole thing is kind of budget sort of no. it's not run well, well. And, and that's also why the u.s open cup isn't what it should be right absolutely stuff like that but you know the less heralded return coming up on april 20th we get a kill watts too yeah man that's true too you know that's true um but you know i'm gonna get out in front of this and just say it some people have been been heralding this mm. to me this is not the king's cup right. do not do not demean the king's cup with this bastard child of st louis of a franchise i agree with that i mean the, the king's cup is i mean i i tweeted that it's back but more more facetiously than anything yeah um it's not the same vibe you know and when no. they're an mls side there'll be no vibe even if we play Correct. them it won't it'll be a whole different thing it won't be you know it that 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 portion of our, our time was wonderful but it's over i agree with yeah. you 100%. yep yep and I was just like I saw that popping up on social media. I'm like, guys, mm-hmm. let the king cut, let the king's cup lay in rest. Right. You know, it had its painful final entry. You mm-hmm. know, when we, you yeah. know, eliminated St. Louis from the playoffs. Exactly. This, 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 this bastardization of St. Louis soccer, whatever this thing is, yeah, it's not. Is not the same thing. Totally agree with you. And I'm going to ask you and a question before you go on go with ahead. the other thing. Yes. Would you? I put. I used the Groove Machine account to to tweet out a poll, and now that we've gotten past that first round, because that's always a dicey one, right? You, you never know. Sure. Is, do we start to consider playing um, our top side as we move on in this cup, maybe to the detriment fatigue-wise of of points in USL for three or four, or for, for a couple of weeks anyway? <clears throat> what do you think? I think 
based off what is I don't think it matters what what what, what I think. I think based off what Danny says, right. that's a yes. Yeah, so do I. I agree with that. That's a yes. And I think part of that is um you know, I got this note saved for later. I'll bring it up now. This is the deepest squad in team history. Oh, no doubt. Oh, totally. You know, we, we've had bodies before on the roster. Right. But this team is full of players. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know? So I think on any given night, he can run out 11 people yep. who, regardless of who the opponent is, will go out and get the result. Absolutely. Totally. So I think, I, I think, yes. And I also question, you know, you're questioning then what actually is our strongest starting 11. I think we're still figuring that out. You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's hope... Well, you know, let's hope as the King's Cup has been laid to rest, we lay to rest St. Louis SC2 in yeah. the next round. That just feels so wrong. To, that's just way That's way too much to say. <laughs> St. Louis SC2. Too many syllables. <laughs> oh. But, oh. But anyway. For such a great soccer community, what a yeah, terrible that, name. That is an awful name. <laughs> I agree. But, but happier notes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of two. Yeah, man. We got a 2 nothing win at Loudoun, Jeez. which... Every time we play them, I'm so confused how you spell it. Right, 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 right. Too many vowels. Just way too many vowels. Is there second U, second U, second OU? Right? And a, a surprise there. Back to our quote-unquote strongest 11 with yes, Tyler sir. Gibson. Yep, Tyler Gibson. Back in the lineup. Yep, that was good to see. And man, I know I said the past couple midweek games have been definition of midweek game, but man, what a weird Sunday game. Yeah. It's very windy. Very, very windy. Very, very physical and chippy, and the ref had a tight whistle. Mm-hmm. You know, we opened our account with Ownby just chipping Jorge behind the back line and yep. him, you know, centering it to Harris. What a beautiful for the first oh, goal. Two, two beautiful passes. Two beautiful oh, yeah, passes. The, um, fourth minute, and that was just like, okay, a little bit of pressure off with how weird yep. these off Saturday night games are. Mm-hmm. And then it just seemed like after that, neither midfield wanted to take control. Right. You know? We get to the second half, and Ownby doubles our lead with just an audacious chip in that wind. <laughs> that was beautiful. It was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and somehow it's 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 not already one goal of the week, and we have to vote on it. Right, right, right. right. I, I don't get that. Yeah, really. But, you know, game overall with not much to write home about. Glad to be off the USL draw train. Yep. And the longest unbeaten start to a season in team history. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know, we get San Diego next on the road, who is in the middle of a fixture debacle. How so? I will not, I they get noticed. Wednesday, they get Oakland Roots in league play. Okay. They get us Saturday, and then they have the LA Galaxy in the Open Cup on Tuesday. Oh, Jesus. So you've got three games in less than a week, and two, I'm going to call them big time games, us and, awesome. and your Open Cup. Three days apart. So they've got some decisions to make. They were talking about that on the telecast. Certainly do. Golly. You know? Yeah, I didn't really notice that. (laughs) What do you run out and who do you run out? And Mm -hmm. there's just us going, all right, we'll see you Saturday. Right, right, right. Yeah. So so that helps us out, no doubt. Oh, yeah. And the fact that we also don't have our next Open Cup game until the 20th, Mm -hmm. you know, means we've got a little bit of room to play with. Right, right. So, you know, it's it's an interesting time. Mm -hmm. Two good games this week. Two wins. Yep. Um, you know, very different in nature. Yes. You know, the Chattanooga game, we should have won by 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. And the Loudon game, I think we had the only two shots on goal. Yeah, but it was, <laughs> to game. me, it was almost that we were m- way more dominant in the Loudon game, in a way, and it was, than oh, we yeah. were in the, in the Chattanooga game. I mean, there were times, yeah. there were times where, here's a couple things that I have on these two teams, and it seems to be a recurring theme no matter who we play or when we play them now. Understanding that, you know, that uh, Red Bulls, too, when we, the first couple of years was a dominant side, okay? But that had more to do with us being a third division league. I think, you know, the quality of our teams has gone up tremendously, not just us. Sure. So, but there, I, I, have you ever seen a two-team that you would consider artistic or creative? Oh. I mean, it seems like I the mean, whole deal is about the structure and making yeah. sure that you do the math and you fit within the system because because here's yeah. the system and your creativity seems to disappear. I you mean, know, it was out- so dry watching them yeah. play. It was just, ugh. Yeah. You know, outside, like you mentioned, outside of that stretch where Red Bull 2 had that fantastic right. group of players, right? that's really it. I yeah. mean, everything else has just been, it's been more like a farm. Right, right, exactly. Throw, throw, throw people out there, matching the top league, mm-hmm. you know, set up and design, and if someone plays well, all right, we're going to harvest this guy. Exactly, which leads to In, this. Mm-hmm. Insert new seed. 
you right. know? Which leads to the second point, is that how many times have teams dropped multiple players from their from their top squad to play us, and it turns into oh, yeah. a disaster? Because yeah. they were not organized. They weren't, like I said, at no point did I feel we were threatened in this match. I mean, they had, a, <laughs> what, a one or two okay opportunities, but at no point did I feel yeah. threatened in this match. At well, probably less threatened in this match than any game that we've won yet, honestly. Well, I'll tell you this. That's twofold. That's that's them being a two-team, and mm-hmm. that's also give the credit to our, our guys. Oh, totally, totally, totally. You know, for shutting down any potential opportunity. Right, right. You know, we are seven games in and one goal. Right. And, Joey, I was sitting there saying, you know what? This is going to be one of those years. Maybe we scored three, four goals but give up three. Guess I was wrong about that. Hey, you were the wrong Louisville team. Yeah, really. That's the thing. It's the other one. Yeah, yeah, right, right, um, right, right, right. You know? And, and you know, that's our thing is as much as that's a two-team thing, give our guys the credit, too, oh, because, absolutely. absolutely. you know, no even rotating it. guys in and out of the back line mm-hmm. didn't matter. Right. I think we're going to – And in a game – and in a game where the wind's up, any ball over your head could become a disaster. Right. Nothing. Right. Nothing came up. Right. And, and um, Morton, you, you know, know, was Morton again. We, these signings have been just unbelievable. Yeah, you know, tr- trust in Danny and trust in that front office. I agree, pal. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm looking forward to Saturday, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I think, you know, San Diego, they're, they want payback after a game that they probably thought they could have won last time. And I'm just I'm just sad we won't get to see Donovan red carded again. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sad. At least I'm, what I mean is in front of us. Right, right, exactly. It could easily you never happen know. down there. I don't see it. You never know. No one, no USL referees. Yeah, anything's on the table. It, I'm not big into the home cooking thing, but you, uh, I don't want to project. Yeah. This might be the game yeah. you see a little bit of it. I don't sure, know. but that's, sure. I'm very happy. I, I don't see how anybody couldn't be with this. You know, uh, unless unless you just really hate points. Right, exactly. Unless you hate success, you know, that, that, that'd, be, that'd be about the only way. Right. So right. if you're an indie fan, Oof. if you're an FC Cincinnati fan, you would hate this. Right, right. And what do you what do you make of Asante showing up in uh in Indianapolis? Did you see that? <sighs> yes. Got <laughs> to talk about pulling the panic chain again. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing, you know. Yeah, sure, he'll score some goals. You got to stop giving them up too. Yeah, I, I, I was, that, that was my first thought was like, was he does he central defender? Have you watched the highlights? I mean, it's just yeah. whatever. He's but, gonna really enjoy playing on Uwe Pooey's home field. Yeah, really. <laughs> be great times for oh my gosh! Wow, talk about like I said, they're just pulling the pulling the panic chain again. So there you go, man. Little Louisville City uh, uh, chat leading up to uh, the announcement today of the Women's Cup, today being Tuesday, the Women's Cup, yes. uh, big news, um, and really exciting <laughs> stuff. I think it's very exciting stuff. And, you know, some changes this year to the Women's Cup. Last year we had the four teams. Right. This year we're going to have six. Yep. Four of them being international with two already confirmed. Yep. Uh, we have Liga MX's Club America, female yep. team, mm-hmm. Feminel. Yep. And what a name here from Japan – the, Nip- the the Nippon TV Tokyo Verdi Beleza team. <laughs> How do you it, fit that on a jersey? It probably translates very poetically in Japanese. So. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. Uh, fun fact about their their side, their side has never been relegated. Really? Yes. Okay. Fun fact. Nice. Never been relegated. Um, there will also be one team from England and Spain right. that will join in the international bracket mm-hmm. with the rumors, as you mentioned today, being Real Madrid and Tottenham. That's just unbelievable. Um, the international clubs will open play with quarterfinals, mm-hmm. with the winners of those meeting Racine and OL Reign in the right. semifinals. Right. Um, so, as you mentioned, you know Madrid would be a huge get. Yeah, man. Massive I mean, if it's them. I mean, I you know you talk about a team that now they just came off of playing Barcelona in front of over ninety thousand people. Yep. Ninety-one thousand five hundred fifty-three for El Clasico Femenino. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. So I, I don't. Th- I think the, they can handle the pressure. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's a roster. Half of the half of their are the Madrid roster makes up half of the seventh-ranked Spain team. Yeah, man, and that's dude. I said this at the last World Cup. I wanted to make sure I say this and get this in while you mention that. Look, that match against them in the World Cup. What guess it's three years ago now, uh, roughly. Um. You know, COVID they could, math is th- COVID math is thrown off all the years. I know, I know, man. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, rough. And I'm telling you, they could have won that match, and that was mm-hmm. with children. That was with 
children. You know how many players? I don't remember off the top of my head. I did the math. Pretty sure the average age of that team was somewhere hovering around 22 to 23 years old. Whereas our lineup was like eight to nine years older. Yeah. And um, they easily, they are going to be the gold standard. I real, I, I said that four years ago when, and, and haven't talked to family back in Spain, how the game has exploded there. We've <laughs> seen the evidence of that. Sure. Um, and these are players now that have a, a, a season or, you know, a World Cup cycle of experience. They're going to be in their mid-20s. Dude, I'm telling you, they're, I, I just, I know they're seventh ranked. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see where that seventh well, rank is in about a year from know, now. And it's also just good to have that name come yeah, to man. this tournament. Oh, absolutely. Real Madrid. Are you kidding? You know, just like last Huge. year when you had a PSG and a Bayern Munich. Right. It's worldwide recognizable, recognizable brands. It's absolutely huge, and it, it checks another box that we talked about here that I've been talking about since day one. Louisville becomes a city and is starting to turn into a city where the first inroads in professional sports is made, being made by a women's team, and I think that's yeah. amazing. For, yeah. You know that that is absolutely amazing. We need that in this country, and and, and it's 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 just fantastic that that's happening here. And the fact that you're getting these teams to to come over here, right. play in these tournaments with nothing guaranteed, right? Exactly. You know, you can lose on the you can lose in your quarterfinal and play in the fifth place match, right? Right. You know, exactly. And you know, we get these big brand names coming in. You know, we had PSG Bayern last year get Real Madrid this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just have Tottenham over there in the corner, right? You know, they're 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 fifth in yeah. the women's Super League in England. Just, yeah, just I mean, right? Exactly. You know, did did did, did we not try for the top four? <laughs> Probably did, did. Did did we get turned down? I'm wondering if people are going to say, "Well, uh, here's that's my question." Joke. That, that that's a joke for you Spurs fans. <laughs> you know, that's called a joke. Just don't make fun of them. They're sensitive. I would be too. If, I would if be too. I if, if I was a Spurs fan. No, I would be too. If when if when you open the trophy cabinet, you almost choke to death from dust. Oh man! Uh, well, I can't say anything. I have nothing to say. I really should just shut up. When if we're talking about franchise franchise, listen to me. If we're talking about clubs that are succeeding and clubs that are they're hanging on for their dear life. I have nothing to say as an Everton supporter. Hey, hey, you brought that up. I did. <laughs> you brought that up. Self inflicted wound. Yes. <laughs> But that t- sums up Everton fans, though. Hear that, Hear that. Well, you know, it is what it is. And the rumor is, is that they're talking about expanding this thing next year to 16 teams in multiple sites. Yeah. That's pretty amazing, man. Well, that that that's where it's amazing, but that's where I would start to get a little con- a little concerned. Right. You know, it turns into something more corporate than what we ju- we, we created. That's fair. It's, it's like that International Champions Cup they used to run over here. Right, right, right. That was glorified scrimmages. Right, right. You know, which which is the downside of the preseason aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like when we played in the Champions Cup, it's during our season. Those games were for that. Those games were for points. Right. And then we had to have the unofficial official penalty shootout. Right. You know, but with the preseason part, you know, that's where it gets a little dicey at times. That's where mm-hmm. I, w- I would love to see it expand. But you start bringing in different sites and all that, then it just becomes something out of control. I hear that. I think that's a fair point. That's my only concern with that is, you know. Right. That's a fair point. It grows too big for its own self. And it becomes, right. And, and well, that's, you know, it's American soccer. So, yeah. you know, I if mean. There's a, if there's a penny to be made, there's make a dude it. peeking around a corner. Absolutely. And you know what? The, the point that I brought up, I wanted to mention this too. The thing that we mentioned with Little City and the fatigue factor I know, I know this is only one week of games, but with 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 racing needing to make a little more of a statement this year, and I think in NWSL, how much of an impact you know playing when they're playing, yeah, you know will Two that games. will that matter? Because it's they're not as deep, right? No. But they you know they're no. better, but they're not as deep. Yeah, and we're talking about a couple games. Does yeah. it matter that how much you know you know? Obviously, I think if they if they have a chance to win it again, they're going to throw the, their their best roster at it. I would think this year. I know they didn't, you know they 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 played a couple surprises last year, but now that there's a little bit more notoriety behind this mm-hmm. tournament and the potential for it, I think you kind of almost are forced into it a little bit well, more. You know? I think it almost it's almost a play by the ear factor too. Okay, you know if this team is doing tremendously well in the NWSL mm-hmm. going towards this moment, that's right. a dual edged sword. Yeah, it is. You know, either way, either way, standings are going to play into this, and either way, it's a dual-edged sword. If you're, if you're, if you're struggling in the standings, I am not throwing anyone out there that could get hurt, that could be overextended. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. it's 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 a it's the one problem with having these tournaments in the middle of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, by the way, this is your this is your weekly plug for going <laughs> to exactly what I was going to say. The international calendar. <laughs> Brought to you by the Center Forward Podcast. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say is that, you know, for all the international we don't have to worry about it. It brings you reason and logic with the rest of the world. So crazy. That'd be, I mean, so crazy. And I'm wondering if this tournament eventually, the the second thing is you're going to have another league in this country. And there's any, I mean, it's, I don't know whether it's going to be successful or not, but let's assume it does have some success. Do you start inviting the USL Super League teams into these tournaments. I mm. think you have to. Yeah. You know, you can't do what MLS has done. You know, women's soccer can't afford that with with only 10 professional or 11 professional franchises right now. You well, know, but 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 then I think you question <clears throat> Excuse me, I think that's when you question the overarching leadership structure. Yeah. You know, MLS would never invite a USL team. Exactly. They exactly. don't want to recognize the existence. Right. It's NWSL on the same wavelength they can't or be. are they going to be different I, I just don't think they have enough they have i don't think they just they don't have enough pros on the pro side of the ledger you know enough credits on that side of the ledger to just you know blow off everybody yeah. else i mean you know if, if this super but league takes off with 20 something franchises but if, if it's being run by u.s soccer yeah. that is what mls has done since the creation of time i hear you but we exist we exist alone mm-hmm I don't, I, I don't, I don't care if someone's knocking on the door and hitting the doorbell. That doesn't mean someone's there. Right. I just, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that these two leagues, look, they're, they're competitive leagues. They're going to compete against each other. Of course, it's going to be contentious. There's going to be financial implications. We know that. But hopefully, given the fact that there's a general solidarity of trying to build a women's game in this country professionally, yeah. hopefully, there's a little bit of that sentiment, and sure. people consider that when they start talking. Not just this, the Challenge Cup too. And and you know considering bringing in some of these sides to compete against each other, well, you know I I don't know man I, I hope know, that happens. What, what I'm hoping is not, not not even that I'm hoping for something bigger than that, which is with the creation of this USL Super League and right. potentially a rival league for NWSL. Right. I am hoping we get a women's US Open Cup. Yeah, absolutely. You know, of course. You know, totally. you've got you've got different levels now. Um, you got different pro teams. Absolutely. You know, I think it's going to need more than just NWSL and USL Super League. Right. But, I mean, I would love to see a, a U.S. Open Women's Cup between the two. Right. I hear but, you, man. You know? We will see. That's that's not our decision. No, it's not. Anyway, so, um, I mean, I'll tell you what, uh, short and sweet this week, but, you know. Here, I, I got some stuff to leave you with. Some Do uh, it, man. Do it. Some 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 jokes, some over-exaggerations please, please. on the early part of the season. Consider. We need to release Cameron Lancaster. Okay. We have Wilson Harris now. <laughs> Was that four goals now? Yeah. We can get rid of good. him. He doesn't stay healthy. Yeah. He's over the hill. We've got a Wilson Harris now. Yeah. It's, thanks, thanks for the memories. Yeah. What <laughs> he have has, you done for us been, lately? He has been pretty what, good, though, though. I mean, you know, this what, last match, I thought he was the most impressive I've seen of him of all, of all the kinds. You know, you, you questioned at one point, like, what is his actual role? What does he do? I think he's twofold. Okay. Side note. Uh, one is, I think he's a poacher. Yeah. Definitely. Fantastic poacher. And he was really good as a harasser. Yeah. He really gets after that back line and keeper. Yeah, man. It's a good call. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't have any pace whatsoever to right. run by someone. No. But you leave him a ball in the box at his feet, mm-hmm. he's near a keeper, he's probably going to score it. Right. And I'll tell you what, his long, his his lack of a better term, his 40-yard speed isn't yeah. blistering. Got a pretty damn good first step, though. He does. You know, I mean, he's he made a couple moves in this last match, you know, off just, you know, uh, completely from standstill that was like, you know, opened my eyes a little bit. I was like, oh, I yeah. didn't know he had that. Yeah. And hopefully the more and more he gets comfortable with those guys playing behind him, yeah. the more and more we'll start to see those connections. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, second exaggeration, mm-hmm. Manny is a waste. Only one <laughs> assist in seven games. Yeah, he's Joe, Jogo would have had five by now. No. <laughs> the stat sheet only has one assist in seven games. That's crazy. Come on. We, you think about we, it. We are at a level of outside back production we are used to by now. Right. That he is not reaching. Yeah. 
<laughs> Your final over exaggeration. We are not. We are not making the playoffs. We okay. do not score enough. Right. Right. You know, we're only winning these games one nothing, two nothing. We're not. How far does defense? How, how far does defense get you in playoffs? Yeah. Nowhere. Right. <laughs> so those are your over exaggerations. I think those are great over exaggerations. I would look at the the the, the lack of of uh, the lack of goal scoring as a bane for us as time goes on. Okay. And I, also, you're, I can't wait for next week's edition or two weeks' editions from now when we go. Man, we should have never let Hackworth leave. He is our Lord and Savior. Oh. God bless. Yeah, really. <laughs> but yeah, those are your exaggerations. We need to get rid of Cam Lancaster. Manny Perez is a waste of time, and it's a good run. We ain't making the Easter, let alone we ain't making the playoffs, let alone the Eastern Conference Finals at this rate. Dude, that's well done. I like that. Got to keep that. We got to keep just, that every week. If, if you are just clicking in right now, I am so sorry you missed out on the explanation for what that was. <laughs> I was gonna say, exactly, man. I'm saying we got to keep that. Keep those over exaggerations. I like that. I'll a lot. try to remember that. The, the, I just thought about those. Like, well, you know what? Those are fabulous. It's early season over exaggerations. Come get you some Stephen A. and Skip Bayless. I'm good right, luck. Good right. luck topping that. Yeah, really. And I'll tell you what. There's a game coming. Uh, there really is. They're gonna they're gonna drop like eight goals. I mean, they're just gonna f- just explode for eight because they've created so many chances that 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 they haven't converted on. And which you know, look, it is what it is. I mean, it's, I don't think yeah. it's out of the ordinary. But there's there's a game coming where you're just gonna be like, wait, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Floodgates are going to open. Yeah, man. Speaking of floodgates, side note for those listeners. Mm-hmm. Speaking of eight or nine nothing, the USA women just beat Uzbekistan beat nine nothing. That's amazing, isn't it? Which side note? Just gonna say, mm-hmm. why are we playing Uzbekistan? I don't know, but they I'll leave that there. Yeah, I guess. Hey, look, they won. I guess I, you know, I, I'm not yeah. big on friendlies, men's or women's. I, it really yeah, depends I on what's going on. I, you know, it's there's there's you know there's something we, as they start to build up. My last thing is they start to build up for qualifying for the World Cup. <laughs> it's going to be really really interesting to see how many of these young players become feature players. Yeah, because that's hey, you really going to tell you this. a lot about the squad. They are starting. Yeah. I mean, the goal scorers these past two games have been a wide variety. Mm-hmm. You know, so Sophia Smith had a hat trick last game. Okay, where was she a year ago? Right, nowhere. <laughs> you know, Jalen Howe. Our yep. Jalen Howe scored yep. arguably the scored. goal of the match. Yep. So they 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 have gone all in on the youth movement, yeah. and you know, if it takes if it takes destroying Uzbekistan to get those players confidence That's and getting it. them integrated. That's fine. Then you know what? Let's go get Kazakhstan next. Kazakhstan next. Maybe we'll play Let, Malta. Let's work our way through the Stans. <laughs> right, right. Pakistan. Pakistan. So, Laurel so, and Stan. No, hold on. Let's, let's not get into the Pakistan thing. We've already had issues over the years. Yeah, let's let's leave them be. That's true. Let's that's leave true. them be. Anyway, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, Short and sweet one. I appreciate you doing this again. I hope you feel better. It's Louisville and it's sinuses. Yeah, it's man. a never-ending, never-ending trial and tribulation. Yeah, man. Well, it's, uh, this show it doesn't exist without you, and I really appreciate you doing it, Joey. Thank you, sir. Always appreciate Joey it. Joey Cecil, everybody. Thanks, pal. Thank you. All right. Want to thank Joey Cecil uh, and let him shuffle off to bed with the sniffles, <laughs> dude. I got him too. You can hear it. My, the allergies haven't been too bad for me, but man, it's that time of year. Anyway. I'm going to ask you about a couple things. i got a couple of ideas for shows. And, uh, maybe you'd be interested in them. Help me out with this. Get a pen. Get a pencil. Your iPad. Get a quill. They're quaint. Write this down. You ready? i got uh, three ideas. What do you think about this? Number one, I want to get some more people together somehow. What do you think about a karaoke thing before contest in the parking lot? Like make it part of the game day experience just once. Before it gets too hot in May, maybe around Memorial Day? Is that something you'd be interested in? Please let me know. Please send a message. Because I think it might be fun to get some people together, get some more people in the lot, especially when the weather's nicer, um, and see who's got some pipes, see who's going to sing a little bit. And uh, and uh, it won't be as nerve-wracking as doing the National Anthem. <laughs> I'm kind of used to that now. But, but anyway, how about that? What do you think? You know another idea that I've had is a walking club. Man, just once a month, once a week, something. Try and get a little, some, some group of people together and, and, and do a little, little walking. I certainly need it. Man, the last couple of years have absolutely kicked my ass. Oh my gosh, so out of shape. It's gross. So I want to work that out. Maybe you do too. What do you think? Third one is this, man. I, I have an idea for a show where I won't really be playing drums at, but 
I just want to walk around for about an hour and get about an hour worth of interviews for people at the matches themselves and um, just do it on phone and then just throw a show together. I think that might like a supporter show. I don't know if that would be special, you know, like a special episode or something like that. But man, I think that'd be kind of fun too. Just, you know, talk to some people and see how they're doing, see what's going on in their life, see what they like about the matches. Do it at a racing match too, you know, you know, mix them all together from, from two different games. So all I'm trying to do is come up with ideas. If you have an idea, please pass it along. I want this show to be fun and you may have a really fun idea. Certainly, one thing we're definitely going to be doing is adding some more people in. So, get some more skits going on. I miss Matt. We need Matt there. Anyway, there you go. Some ideas. Do you have ideas? Pass them along. Uh, I love that, dude. Anyway, let's bring in Ken Luther. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'd say drum roll, but I don't have a drum here. Making his triumphant return, Ken Luther. <laughs> Yo, what's up? <laughs> what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Spring is on the way. Yeah, man. Thankfully. Felt like winter kind of held on this year. Just, just it's holding on, but it's too I much. Think it's gone. Yeah, I'm, I, it sucks. I, I it, it was a little too longer. And you know what? The older I'm getting, the more I hate winter. Everybody <laughs> says that. And for from for most of my life, I was like, nah. But over the last couple of years, I'm like, yeah, I'm starting to really hate winter a lot. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, but you know. We're from Michigan. It just, just felt like it went longer this year. And yeah. We had, you know, have we had a warm game yet? I don't think we've had a warm game. No, we haven't. Yet. No, we haven't. Yeah. All right, man. So anyway, you've gone to pretty much, well, I know you, the, almost all of them, right? You, I mean, racing and Louisville City. Yeah, I think I have gone to all the games so okay. far. I okay. I think I missed it. No, I did. I did. I missed the. Uh... Well, you did miss the one Louisville City game, I think. Yeah. I had, we had Broadway tickets. Yeah, man. It's first time back to Broadway too, so there you go. I know Rebecca loves Broadway stuff. I love Broadway stuff too, so yeah, yeah, man. So give me your assessment of first whatever team you want to do first, racing or Louisville City. Give me whatever you got. Well, I'm pretty excited about Racing's win the last game. They look really good. Yes, they uh, did. And we're continuing to bring in high quality players that haven't even touched the pitch yet. So right. uh, things are looking good. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm pretty excited. I mean, this tournament, or whatever you want to call it, they're playing right now is really preseason. I mean, right, that, Challenge Cup. It's a preseason tournament. Yeah, let's let's be clear with what it is. Mm-hmm. So there's still a lot of experimentation going on. Absolutely. I'm sure. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, when Lester came in yep. uh, and paired with Bonner, mm-hmm. uh, that pairing really came to fruition last game so yes, that did. was nice totally agree and it's mo- specifically in the second half yeah you know because in the first yeah. half i thought and i'm trying to remember who their two players on the right were but they're right they were doing very well the first 25 minutes or so and um i'll tell you what but once that second half started it was a whole different vibe you know it's going to take some time those are those defensive pairings we talk about this so much they're so important you know right and, and it takes time to build that chemistry and to build that knowledge of what that other player wants. But there's, I think there's that. Like this, I agree with you 100. percent That second half, they started to really show something. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about what's going on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still got a couple things to work out. I know that uh, Jalen Howell had her first uh, goal for the national team. Yep. They played Uzbekistan and beat them by like nine yeah. goals, yeah, it was like something eight, like that. One but... and nine nothing today or something like that. Some ridiculous. Yeah, number. something just crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think she she uh, has some st- is still transitioning into the league. I think she's going to be though great yep. uh, playing in that midfield, which is what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all coming together, and I'm super excited. And, now, you know, I have coach- a. I haven't been able to go to. I, I can't go to weekday games. Just with my job, there's. I don't racing or Louisville City. I can't. So right. tell me about what it's like at the matches. Yeah, so it's been super cold, like every game. We're yeah, talking about that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna whine and complain and, and stick my big boo boo lip out a little bit more on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that's really kept numbers away. Right. Um, but to a certain extent. I think the it's going to come back. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna start getting good, nice, warm weather games now. Right. Uh, we uh, we did some pre gaming like in bars. We went to the Whirling Tiger a couple times. Yeah, tell me about that. Tell me about that. I was gonna ask you about that actually because I know that it's been a little <laughs> bit more of a thing. Yeah. Well, we pre game there is is pretty cool because it's you know relatively it opens at four. Right. So we'll get there like four thirty, and they ha- it's a cocktail bar. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they've got all the against the grain. Beers. Okay. okay. Um, and it's uh, decorated, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, you know, we don't have the place to ourselves, but right, right. It's pretty empty. Mm-hmm. And and you know, get a couple drinks in us before we go mm-hmm. uh, to the game. Mm-hmm. Where where I think we go astray is we think that we can go back to the Whirling Tiger uh, after the game. Okay. <laughs> I think maybe there should be an age limit and they shouldn't let us in because we're too old because it's pretty tragic when we go there uh, <laughs> with all those young kids who are looking at us like, what the hell? Is Get those what? old people Why out of here. Dad here. Get off of my lawn. <laughs> exactly. We made a mess of ourselves the last time we went. Nice. Uh, so maybe we need to kind of rethink post-game mm-hmm. bar if that's what we decide to do. Okay. Uh, but I did a little, you know, tailgating has just been atrocious because it's like too cold. standing on a freaking windstorm Agreed. on top of that hill. Right. Uh, I don't know how they do it. Mm-hmm, I, I'm mm-hmm. too much of a wimp. I'm like, I've been cold before and I yeah, don't want to be cold again. I hear you. You know, weather yeah. is weather. It is what it is. And that's that, that spot like the, where we park in the gold lot. I mean, that's just exposed. You're on top of a hill. There's no protection from anything. There's nothing. You're asking for it up there. Right. And and their troopers, they go up there and they wrap up the tents, put some heaters in them, and all that. Yes, but, they do. I don't know. Well, the weather's nice. Nice. I'll be out there. That's yeah, for sure. I guess absolutely. The next, I'm going to miss the game this weekend, the ra- the racing game. Okay. Because uh, I'll be out of town. But so the next game, I'll go to the Open Cup game on Wednesday. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. Right. I uh, won't tailgate though. Right. We'll just go to the game and go back. Mm-hmm. And then I'll definitely be out there if the weather is cooperative mm-hmm. on the 30th for the Pittsburgh game. So that ought to be a good one. Right. And it sounds like both, you know, as far as, like I said, it's I, I can't make week weekday games. I'm right. gonna, I'll, I'll be there to watch Saturday. But it sounds like, the, you know, it does it not just sounds like it. You know, you're watching the team on the field. They're definitely better, definitely deeper. Still some work to do. Yeah. Um, and then it's, you know, hopefully – the experience around the contests matures a little bit more too as far as places to go and places to hang out and you know yeah. the, the weather becomes a little more agreeable right it's a little limited maybe right now now have you done the beer garden after the game thing yet did that once did that after one of the loose city games might try that cuz it's still i mean it's still brutally cold so right right I- I'm not, not going to do it up to this point, but mm-hmm. if they do that, that might be all right. I yeah. mean, hopefully they drop the price a little bit on the beers in the beer garden. I don't know if that, I don't know what, what's going on there. But. Yeah, neither do I. Dude, that's a fair comment <laughs> because it sounds like, no, well, let's talk about two things with the beer prices because I think it impacts both teams. Definitely an issue as far as $12 beers at games. I mean, come on. It's you know? more than that in some cases. Is it, it? But the beers also got like, giant too right okay so the, okay okay which is fine so mm-hmm. i guess the price per ounce is maybe comparable but right in the summertime you know i'm not gonna drink the whole thing super fast so it's gonna get warm by the time i right. get halfway through it so i'm not i'm not sure right. i'm not sure what we're doing there yeah it's, it's i don't know man i i mean i get that they're doing it it's just i you know i i, I bought more than a couple not the last match, but the match before, and I looked at my 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 debit card bill, and I was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> yeah, I bought I bought a couple of beers and a couple of beers for some friends. Right. I was like, "Holy crap!" It was like eighty bucks. Or yeah, I was like, "What? What's like going that? on?" I was like, what? But at the same time, yeah. I know that racing has been doing two dollar beers. I think both have. They both have. Okay. And I think so. there are some people that don't like that either. Well, it's shitty beer. Okay. So let's be let's be honest. Some of us are still beer snobs. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm just not going to drink beer, and I'm not going to buy the beer. Um, I'll drink bourbon or whatever. 
Okay. Uh, and I might drink a beer, one beer through the game. I think that's that's kind of how I've been rolling right now. Right, right, right. Uh, and I'll drink before and after. And that's, I mean, if the beer prices are too too high and the beers are too big so that they'll get warm, I'm just not going to buy them. And I right. Think the club's going to find that. Uh, right, right. The people will just not buy them. Yeah. Um, so maybe, and, you know, hey, man, supply and demand. That's how it works. Absolutely. That is that is definitely how it works. So, I mean, at my my experience doing, like when I was doing the marching band drum corps thing, I mean, we, we had dollar Budweiser's. And I didn't care. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, I'm not saying that I don't want decent, you know, a decent beverage. But as a, just a, a, you know, an old sort of tailgating guy from sporting events like the NFL, I'm kind of used to crappy beer. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I've, I've drunk my fair share of shitty beer in my right, life. Right, right, right. Um, and I, I will continue to do that if I have to. Right, but... The other thing I've noticed is they don't have a whole lot of local options, or at least they're not really easy to find. That's a little bit disappointing as well. Got to be honest. It's super disappointing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me to go to the White Claw Beer Garden. I mean, that's almost an oxymoron, right? Right. Totally. Totally. (laughs) Totally. But here's the thing, and and this is, I'm trying to be completely as balanced as possible. Maybe they weren't approached. Okay, which may have definitely been the case, but maybe when they were approached, what they were offering to maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking because maybe you know there's other people out there with that knowledge. Because if you want the experience to get better, and Louisville has such a a, a local tinge to it, you know, yeah, yeah. you got to yeah. that should be a part of it. So that is that's also a little disappointing to be honest. Well, 1020 was the original sponsor of the beer garden in the right. pandemic, and that all kind of fell apart right right so right right they were let go well maybe that's know. part of the problem maybe maybe the, maybe the pandemic hurt the local businesses and they can't afford it maybe well 1020 didn't even have it their own brews yet anyway they're right. just still trying to get off the ground right 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 so, uh but yeah i definitely want to see some more kind of local beers yeah out there local options period definitely I hear, i've heard they're there i just can't seem to find them so okay. that could be part of the problem know. Might be. And speaking of teams, we didn't talk about Louisville City yet. It's kind of hard to be disappointing about that. Yeah, no, I mean we're we're undefeated on the real season. A couple mm-hmm. ties that were kind of really annoying, but right. uh, I think uh, they played a very good game last game against Loudon. Yep, they did. Uh, yeah, we uh, well, so we want to have local pubs to go watch uh, the game. Yeah, man. At, um, so we'll always go out on a Barstown Road. We'll go to like Public House. Okay, uh, but the one thing that if you just ask a bar to turn the game on, you don't necessarily get sound. Right, uh, I hear you. So, uh, public house is like you can go upstairs, which is yeah, it's okay, right. uh, but right. they weren't going to turn sound on down in the main part of the bar, which is kind of where all the people are, which is kind of what we want right now. With right, people. absolutely. Uh, so we went next door to River City Draft House. Mm-hmm. Um, and they turned on the sound. It was great. Watched the game on big TV with the sound. That's cool. Some other people came in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want Little City and racing games, it's going to be harder racing because they're on, like, the apps and stuff like that. But if you want Little City games to be played uh, in bars that's not necessarily a watch party, uh, I think we just have to go start asking people to do it. Right, right. Have them turn on the sound. Yeah. Which is important. Yeah, there's really there, we tried to get a couple things going here in Indiana. Now I know that there's you know there's only been three or four games, and it's been so damn cold. You know mm-hmm. we haven't had we haven't had a nice day yet. So let's see what happens when there's yeah. a nice day, and you know for both teams, I guess you know you're really thinking about hopefully, you know the, with the improvement of the weather, we're talking about trying to put together a karaoke afternoon. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. That'd be fun, yeah. You know, so Absolutely. trying to find a place to do that or do it at the tailgates. You know, who knows? I, I just I'm trying to come up with ideas. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, speaking about Louisville City's team, I, it's just it's impossible not to be excited about it. I it's it's almost impossible to not get too excited about it because this team's got bulldozer written all over it. And we got a tough stretch coming up. We yes, got we do. Uh, San Diego away, and then we got an Open Cup, which will be maybe. 
not the quality of the team mm-hmm. will be tough, but the emotion and sure. everything involved with that and the really quick turnaround of coming back from the West Coast and mm-hmm. playing a Wednesday game. And then we got Pittsburgh right after that. So right. got to be brutal. That's a tough stretch. The the thing I've been asking about, I'll ask you too, um, you're getting you're getting the vibe that 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 um, the team itself is really hyped on this U.S. Open, and Danny's basically said that out loud. So, how much do you sacrifice fatigue for U.S.L. games at this time in the season to do what you have to do to advance in the U.S. Open Cup? What do you think? I mean, that's a good question. He's obviously doing what I would call fighter management, right? He's sure. managing his players. Paulo will play a half. Right. Uh, Bone will play a half. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he does that coming up. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest danger we have right now, I mean, Harris is young, so I don't expect too many problems. We don't have any depth there. Right, the right. forward spot with Lancaster out, does anybody know how long he's out for? I not heard well they did say during the broadcast that his recovery has been going well so it's sure it's a few more weeks but it's better than wow there's a setback you know you're gonna have to wait until july you know it sounds like he's gonna be back a little sooner than that and um i was wondering position wise the exact same thing because i kind of think that gonzalez is playing a little out of position right now it feels awkward and I'm wondering over there on the left. Yes, end. yes. Yeah. And I'm wondering if there's not a game coming in this next two or three, where they're going to put him up top, and see what that he's got. You know, yeah. you know, because I don't see this as a long term solution for him where he's been playing. I just don't. No, he's not been playing well right there, and I don't know if it's just the new season and he's not come right. off across as good or what. The other spot and I'm worried about is Gibson because he I think was had a knot or something like that right and we did what we did last year which was through Napo in there and well that yeah you know. that that didn't work out as well but I guess that's you know in the US in the cup match they put Solaire in there and well that's what yes you know that seemed to go okay the second match I, you know the first match he struggled a little bit but I it think, seemed uh, you know yeah Solaire played terrible in the first match right but Played a lot better in the second match. Right. So I think he's just getting used to the system. Exactly. Um, so that may be the plan for that. Mm-hmm. Gibson or Solaire. I just don't think Napo. I mean, Napo no. can do it. But that's not his Napo position. No, it's not. Because if you get Solaire worked up, you're talking about a four man rotation of Gibson, Tosh, Solaire, and Winder. That doesn't suck. No, Winder's been been a, a very very pleasant surprise. Oh yeah, very very nice. Very much uh, sixteen years old, Bill. Sixteen uh, years old. That's amazing. I mean, he'll he'll make some of those mistakes, right? Uh, that you see, that you, it's, it's just yeah, I get it. Uh, but rock solid. Yeah, very good. Carlos Mogul very too. Nice. Mogul's been fantastic too. It's hard to say anything yeah. bad about him. But they did have Mogul playing at that sixth spot a little bit. Yes. What was it? Two games ago, the Open Cup game. Right. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah. It was a bit so, of a learning experience for him, I think. But it was it still, was. it was, st- it was still, you know, as time went on, I, you know, you saw the team grow into the game. And one of the things that I've mentioned with Joey is, you know, when we get into these cup matches, when you're playing a team that's a, a level up, let's say when we, if we get to the point where we're playing an MLS team. <clears throat> when we're subbing guys in, assuming that we're both playing our top sides, when we're or our better better sides, if we're subbing guys in, we're subbing guys in that are generally not starters. Whereas the MLS guys are going to be subbing people in who are starters. You could yeah. take that same approach with League One. League One, they did the same thing. They started a strong eleven, but then when you start, you saw when we brought in Perez and we brought in Bone, it was no contest after that. Basically, I mean, they did right. have one good chance, but we were clearly the better side. Clearly, yes. No, you know? I, they, of course. The lower team's always going to start right. their best eleven, right? You know, right. In a game like that, because uh, they want to knock off uh, the big boys, which is exactly what uh, the team we played last wanted. Chattanooga, to and and then Chattanooga. I think there was up to eight division two teams that lost in this last round. 
I think. Anywhere yeah. between five and eight. A lot of them lost. Yep. So a lot of them traveled, too. Oklahoma went all the way out to friggin' Charleston, I think it was. Or where'd they go out to? Oklahoma came all the way out here. Um, I, I, you know, Indy lost. A bunch of these teams lost. So it was, uh, you know, it was a good show. terrible this year. Yeah, they're pretty awful. And they just signed Samuel Asante. You want to talk about, you want to talk about hitting the panic button. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a uh, that was a panic signing right there. Oh, totally. Like, oh, god. So something. Anyway, I mean that's very excited about both teams. I really am. I'm, I'm really excited about where both teams are. Um, you know, racing's got some work to do. There's still you know there's still things to fix. Um, but still, there's there's see, such a big upside to it. There's a big upside to that see, team. I want to see if we're as decisive on the next racing game as we were on the last one. Okay. Seems huh. like things are really starting to gel. Right. Um, need a little work in the middle. Yes, we do. I, I totally agree with that. I was way more concerned about defense as the, the season started, but when you see some of the space that they're leaving and just kind of leaving the back line out to dry at times, now that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a work in progress. So, you know, they'll work that out. It's just the playing out of the back. I mean, last year's distribution is, is fantastic, and yeah. she's the distributor. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why she was brought onto the team. Mm-hmm. And then this Aussie that we're bringing in, yep. can't remember his name off the top of my right. head. I mean, this just it's going to be great with Fox on one side and her on the other. Fox, there's the just Bonner. Then you got you know Eckich and you got Powell. I mean, it's just this team's it's loaded. There's a lot of good players on this team. There, there really yeah. is, and it's just a matter of of you know those two or three matches of locking it all together and figuring out who they are. So yeah. that's going to be pretty exciting to, to watch as well. So I'm excited for both teams, and I'm just hoping, you know, we get some people in the stadium when the when the weather gets a little better. Yeah, tennis has been atrocious, but I blame that completely on the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it will be super interesting to see how many people show up on Saturday and then how many people show up next Saturday. No, two Saturdays Two Saturdays, that. right. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, but I think, you know, the, 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 what do we call it? Estoppel section, yeah, um, is pretty good. Uh, last year it started out really flat, mm-hmm. the same way, but then right. it grew through the year, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's going to happen again. Uh, last I, game, pretty good. Yeah, I think as things continue to get back to normal, I think more and more yeah. people are going to start doing that because there is a more obviously more of a sense of normalcy with with everything sort of hopefully winding down. And, um, you know, now that that's sort of not a thing anymore, I mean, the weather's going to be an issue. Those 90-something degree days un- until... Sun's going to suck. Yeah. Sun is going to fucking suck. I mean, yeah. We even had some sun problems Yep. at the last at the Open Cup game. Right. So we'll, uh, we'll I, see, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But that's where I'm at. So, I, I, you know, so far for both teams, I've got A's. Everything's fine. Yeah. No, I don't have any worries right now. Yeah, man. I feel pretty good. About the whole thing. Anything else you want to talk about? Your cat? Or my cat? Talk about the weather? <laughs> my freaking lazy ass house cats. Yeah, man. Well, that's what cats are. They're lazy. All right, brother, man. It's good talking to you again. I'm glad you're doing this. You too. All right, man. We'll talk to you okay. again soon. All right. Later. All right. Ken Luther, everybody. Thanks, man. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books. Episode 29. How about that? I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. Always does a great job. And welcome back. And thank you to Ken Luther. Wonderful guy and a great friend. Uh, it's good to hear his voice again on this show. Uh, we will be adding some more people as time goes on. Really appreciate your comments, your compliments, any suggestions. Keep them coming. We'll do our best to get them in. As always, we are on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Please like, subscribe, share, share the love. (laughs) Oh, golly. Good days, man. Good days. Spring is here. Although, you know, winter just doesn't want to let go, like Ken said. Spring is here. Quarantine is over for me, starting tomorrow. So that's exciting. <laughs> oh, golly, this being stuck in the apartment thing is just the worst. Oh, Lord. What's going on with you, man? Are you excited about this spring? Are you excited about everything that's going on in this world? I'm sure there's crazy stuff. I always say this. I feel like a broken record. 
but the hope is it really is that you're overcoming whatever it is that's sort of dragging you down a little bit and if this show is giving you a few minutes of joy and happiness and a couple giggles and whatever and you know it's a diversion then they were doing exactly what we want to do here that's all we want to do because man life is too short not to try and find happiness it just is and and, you know you just got to do what you got to do and whatever that is in the sense of mental health and physical health boy got a lot of work to do on that i'm gonna talk about that soon i need some help But we're going to get there, man. Another sunrise tomorrow. Let's greet it with a smile, with hope. I know I'm going to do my best to do that. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Joseph Val. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Really love you all. I really do. You have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you soon.